Season 4 Beyond the Plate is presented by Martin's Potato Roll. Martin's Potato Roll. Martin's Rolls. Martin's Famous Potato Rolls. Welcome to Beyond the Plate, a podcast where we sit down with the world's culinary elite to explore their journey with food and their passion for giving back. I'm Cappy, and in this week's episode, as you heard a few seconds ago, it's all about the buns. Well, the rolls. Martin's famous potato rolls, that is. We actually got a rare behind-the-scenes look at the Food Network and Cooking Channel New York City Wine and Food Festival Burger Bash. That's a mouthful. This was just a couple weeks ago. Martin's Famous Potato Rolls was a part of so many different chefs' burgers because, as we know, we need that roll to complete the perfect burger. Duh. So we thought, since this month has an extra Wednesday in it, you know what that means? Bonus episode time. It's going to be a fun one as we go beyond the plate and behind the scenes at the New York City Wine and Food Festival Burger Bash. But first... What is the Burger Bash? This is the 25th Burger Bash between South Beach Wine and Food Festival and New York City Wine and Food Festival. There was 23 chefs, I believe, that participated in this Burger Bash at the New York City Wine and Food Festival, creating roughly, get ready, drum roll, please. Over 34,000 burgers. Of all those chefs, 15 of them, about 15 of them use Martin's Rolls. And I have a very hard job of having to walk around with Rachel Ray to every table to take a bite of every burger. But I did it. I completed the task at hand. How does this event come together? Very easy. There's an incredible logistics team, event team, Um, They're called Cream, Culinary Related Entertainment and Marketing. They're based out of Miami. They're a 15-year-old culinary production company. Great group of people. They specialize in chef-centric events, if you will. They've produced all 25 of these Burger Bash events between New York and South Beach. And number 26 is on February 21st in Miami Beach. That's the 26th Burger Bash. Heads up for this crew. They're selected as the lead culinary event producer for the NFL Super Bowl 54 in Miami in 2020. Probably some tasty events there. All right, get hungry. Let's do this. I hope you dig this bonus episode. Here at the New York City Wine and Food Festival Burger Bash. We're out on a pier here on the west side, overlooking the Hudson. Nice overcast day. It's a little bit of clouds here, a little bit of breeze. I think it's good cooking temperature. And I'm here at the Shake Shack booth right now with the culinary director of Shake Shack, Mark Rosati, who you may remember from season two of the podcast when we were in Miami. What's up, Mark? Hey, Andrew. It's good, uh, good to see you, man. Yeah, always. We were chatting. We bumped into each other last night, yep. and then I came here today because I was drooling over the explanation of your burger that I was reading on paper, but I know you are a dedicated culinarian, and you can explain <laughs> something uh, and make my mouth water. So share with everybody. Tell us what burger you are cooking tonight at the Burger Bash. Well, we... we uh we have been doing every single burger bash since the very first one back. Oh my God. It must've been like 12, 13 years ago in yes. South Beach. We won that. We've been around for 15 years. That was the first burger bash. It was you ever. Guys and now this is the 25th time there's been a that burger bash. That is insane. And we've been proud to be part of it for every single year. 25 times we've done burger bash and we've been around for a while. What we wanted to do was we want to work with dry aged meat. Mm-hmm. Dry age was not a big thing when we started Shake Shack, and now it's becoming massive. And our butcher, Pat Lafreda, 
he helped design the shack blend. And then he said, you know, what? I'm going to go one step further, create the dry age blend for men at, men at a tavern like 10 years ago. It was like, it was like the burger shot her around the world. It changed <laughs> the game for everyone. Now you could have another like a uh, flavor to work with within the burger world. So for this year, we're doing a dry age shack blend and just kind of think about the flavors you get with dry age. It's really rich, robust flavors. We want to kind of create a burger that uh, emphasize that, but also kind of augmented it. So we're doing a double cheeseburger because the meat's that good. Um, cheddar cheese, we're using Cabot. Cabot has like 20 different types. We found the one that is like the creamiest and most delicious, but unfortunately they don't slice it. So we had to buy a slicer just to serve this cheese tonight, but that's the dedication we want to bring to this burger. And then thinking about it, we also started thinking about New York City and like the steakhouse culture and like Pat and dry aged meat. We thought of Bernays sauce. Bernays really sets off meat and steak. So we create a mayo that's inspired by Bernays. It's uh, brown butter. Um, we took a vinegar, reduced it down with like tarragon, black peppercorn, shallot, just like a Bernays. Oh, and then, but we mounted that into a mayonnaise. So it's a little more stable and it works really well with this burger. And then the last thing we did was we uh, pickled some red onions and they're still very crunchy, like a true pickle should be. But that acidity is just so needed with the double cheese, the double rich patty, and then the mayo. So it's, it's a simple burger but it really is flavorful and that's what we wanted to create. I can't wait for this. So there's gonna be two, two, 3,000 people out here. How many portions, and I know you guys don't skimp. People do no. People do sliders, people cut them in half, and I feel like the Shake Shack way is like, no, we're giving people the full Monty. How many portions are you doing tonight? So this is one of the first times we've actually ever cut a burger in half because it's a double and it's so rich and powerful. There are actually advantages to doing a double over a single. For the Shack burger, when that comes off the grill, I recommend people have to eat it. It's a very small patty. You want those juices bubbling. When you start to add more meat, it actually is better to let the meat rest. So this burger works well because we can cook them, let them rest a little bit, then we cut them in half, and we're actually doing 1,800 portions. 1,800 burgers. Wait, yeah. we missed a key thing. What the, is that? A, a bun. Like the, oh, yeah. like the the vessel that holds it all together. Well, that's a given. If we, Especially in the world of Shake Shack, there is only one bun we ever use, and that's the Martin's potato roll. Yeah. So that true and tried fashion, we need something to cradle that meat, all that juice, all that cheese that's melting off. The Martin's bun does it better than any other bun, and it's just been our gold standard ever since. And what we love to do is add butter and toast it so the inside is crispy. It helps it so the juices don't seep in and make that bottom bun mushy. It has still good rigidity, but the outside is still soft. And what I love about it is when you pick up a double, it is like you're picking up like a little child almost. It's just like, but a delicious one. It's like this, this like kind of like packet of love. You can feel the hot juices in there. You don't get that tactile sensation with any other bun. That's yeah. why we love Martin's and it does bring it all together. Do you have any tips for for cooking burgers at home for people? If they yeah. want to, I don't want to say like recreate a Shack burger, a Shack, yep. Shack burger, but is there any like little tip that you think may make your burgers a little bit better at home? I would, I'd probably say the two things that always come to mind, uh, especially in the world of Shake Shack is, is me and your butcher becoming friends with them and always ask them to grind you fresh meat and, and pick out the meat in the meat case itself. Don't, don't let them just go in the back and take trimmings. Trimmings, you know, it, it can be uh, something that you, you normally uh, use for burger. The problem with the trimming is the outside of a steak and that's where there's a little bit of flavor. It's the steak itself, of course, that has all the flavor. So the butcher doesn't want to throw away the trimmings, so they grind it. You can buy, you can use it for a meatloaf, you can use it for a bolognese, you can use it for burger. It doesn't have the same amount of flavor and punch and juice content that the steak does. So pick out the steaks in the case, have them grind it fresh for you. And that's step one, your burger will always or already be better uh, than most other burgers out there. And the other thing we like to do, we like to smash and griddle our burgers. 
What I like to do is buy a cast iron skillet and bring it outside, turn my grill on and do it outside because to smash a grill a burger, it creates so much steam, it creates so much smoke and grease. If I did it in my kitchen, my whole apartment would smell like burgers for the next month. So for me, I'd rather do that same technique outside it won't smell. You get that same crust. You can be even more forceful at smashing because you know it's not going to ruin your house. Yeah. So that's kind of one of my tips to really kind of nail what we do at the restaurant. I love it. Those are two good tips. And I mean, you've created probably hundreds of burgers. You work at Shake Shack, for Shake Shack. Like, do you crave burgers? You know what? I actually, I do. I am a fan first and foremost. And for me, the best burger is, and if someone says to me, you got to check these guys out, it might be competition. If I go there and it's good, I don't care. My mind shuts off. I'm not on the clock anymore. I'm just a fan enjoying a burger. I want my eyes to roll the back of my head and just salivate. I had that moment actually two days ago in New York City. A new restaurant opened up. It's a bar. They primarily serve champagne, but they have a burger, as a lot of great restaurants in New York City do. And uh, I ordered it. It was wonderful. I was off the clock. I was just a guy sitting down drinking champagne, eating a burger, loving life. Yeah. And then I had to clock back in and go back to work and do work. But I do love burgers and I do like seek them out when I can and try different burgers, especially if they're a personal expression of the chef making them. It's unique. Love that. I love it. Mark, thank you. I know you sometimes have taken a year or two to like fine tune a certain menu item and I appreciate the effort that goes into it. And I can't wait to make our rounds tonight to get to this burger. I can't wait for you to try it. I know you're a burger fan, so your opinion means a lot to me. I'll be, I'll be curious to know what you think. Thanks, man. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you. All right, there you have it. Dry aged beef for Shake Shack. This is the first time they've done this at a Burger Bash. If you want to make a dry aged burger at home, that's a task to dry age your own beef. But here's what I think you should do. As a lot of these people are saying and will say, as you'll hear, Go into your local butcher, see if they have dry aged meat. If they don't, see if they could do it for you and ask them to grind it up. They may just do it. A lot of them like to be put up to a new task for the customer. So uh, let us know how that turns out if you do indeed do that. But speaking of making things at home, anyone trying these plant-based burgers lately? Beyond Meat, Impossible Burger. I had one this summer. I had one of the sausages at a family barbecue we had. Um, it was the first time I've had the sausage. I've had both burgers. Quite interesting, but you know, they're all the rage these days, it feels like. So Chef Josh Capon, who we know from season two, he entered the throes of the bash with a plant-based burger, which you will for sure hear about now. Where's Capon? Where's Capon? Is he taking a nap? Is Josh taking a nap back there? Josh? All right, I'm here with Josh Capon at the Burger Bash. Just left Mark Rosati's Shake Shack booth. Capon, you're repping a little uh, a veggie option here tonight, I see, huh? We are going beyond. <laughs> we are going beyond the Burger Bash with the Beyond Capon Burger. We have Michael Puma over here, too, from Gotham Burger Social Club, who's all of his hard work has been validated this year. <laughs> validated. Because, ladies and gentlemen, he is a judge at the 2019 Boom. Burger Bash. So no bash burger, obviously that's a beef burger that has bacon jam on it. Yep. What are we no. whipping up tonight, man? What are we We're whipping up? A, a Beyond Burger, it's a plant-based burger uh, from Beyond Meat. We have a little Gruyere cheese, a little roasted red onions with a touch of balsamic vinegar, and a tomato garlic aioli on a Martin's potato roll. Martin's potato roll. Put it this way, there's 45 delicious hamburgers here, cheeseburgers. There is only one. There is only one plant-based burger, and I think we're gonna change the game. Josh, 
do you think, does this burger stand a chance? If this burger won at the Burger Bash, on behalf of Beyond the Play podcast, we will donate $1,000 to share our strength. Do I hear 10000 How about a million dollars? This is like the equivalent of the Patriots, of the Giants being the Patriots in the 2007 <laughs> Super Bowl. This could be one of the greatest upsets Agreed. of all time. This could be like the Giants winning the Super Bowl in 2011. This and will, they could do it again. This will be on ESPN. Oh, forget about it. We are going to shock the world. I'm into it. That's right. And I'd like to thank Andrew Kaplan and Michael Puma for the assist on these beautiful Josh, Blackstone you're grills. You're a four-time Burger Bass champion. Four-time? I'm sorry. Did you say four? I thought six? You said six. I, I said six, not four. You missed two. You missed that, Josh. Oh, we're going in. We're going in here. We are now, now, oh, now, now, as they say, the proof is in the pudding. We're going Ooh, We have the first two of how many portions did you do tonight, Josh? We're going to do about 800 burgers. 800 burgers Josh yeah. is doing. He's slicing them, serving halves, quarters. I'm going halves. I'm going halves, halves. okay. Quarters with the bash burger? Yeah. Want to come around? Yeah. We're coming around, guys. We're behind the scenes. This is real deal stuff here. A video or no? We're going into the slice. We're going into the slice. Toasted the bun there. Cheese melted over the top. Wow, that looks good. Beyond, we've gone beyond everybody. You get first bite? Who are nah, you getting the honors if Puma gets first bite? Puma gets first bite. Happy gets second. It's a bite. burger aficionado. Always lean forward. Napa this is exciting, it. guys. Wow. That's good. Crunch on that burger, Josh. Sorry to record my. Uh, Chomping. Josh just took a bite. You happy with it? Really nice texture. How do you feel? I think that's an absolutely delicious burger. Yeah. And granted, it's not a hamburger. Yeah. It's never going to be a hamburger. It's got the crunch and the texture and the caramelization of burger. Yeah. It's got great flavor. I think it's very unique. Do you have any tips for people who may want to cook something like this at home? Because I know these products are available in grocery stores. Yes. Don't be afraid to try them at home. We all meat everywhere. Throw them on your grill, throw them in a frying pan, throw them in a cast iron grill, treat it the way you would cook a regular burger, and don't even tell anybody. They also do great sausages, the bratwurst, and the hot sausage are unbelievable. What do you think, Gabby? I love it. It's delicious. Josh, thank you. Shocking the world, everybody! Watch out! Hey, Shake Shack, we're coming for you! <laughs> we're coming for you! We're shocking oh, the world burger, over here! Burger Wars. Burger Wars going down. I got to cut. Cut. All right, Capon didn't win, but to be honest, I don't know that he was eligible with his Beyond Meat burger. But here's the thing. We still donated to Share Our Strength, No Kid Hungry, one of the beneficiaries to this overall New York City Wine and Food Festival. But speaking of winning, how about a guy whose French onion burger won the Burger Bash twice? Chef Paul Denamiel. How'd I do, Chef Denamiel of Le Rivage Restaurant in New York City? Get into that restaurant, everybody. But Paul is uh, super talented, if I do say so myself. Paul? All right, leaving Josh Capon, uh, monster Capon. That guy is full of life. And I'm headed inside because I actually just ran in to the folks from Martin's Potato Rolls, and they're swinging me over to Pig Beach and to Chef Paul from Le Rivage. Let's see what they're up to over there. Hang tight. All right, everybody. You gotta be, you gotta be. We're here with Come on now. Le Rivage Maestro, 
Chef Extraordinaire. Chef Extraordinaire. By repeat. Two-time winner. Oh, the only two-time judges. Only two-time judges choice. Ever. Ever. Chef Paul. De Namiel. De Namiel. I, I did that for you. I like that. Thank you. My ex-wife still doesn't get it right. Don't worry. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, excited to try this burger. The first time you won, it was with a French onion burger. So every year, every year, I did the French onion soup burger. And every day, every year that I wanted to change it, you know, they're like, no, stick with the onion soup. Everybody loves it that much. So much so that I did it also for the year that they invited the anniversary year. And I won that year. Ooh. So that's when they invited all the winners and I beat out all the winners Ooh. for the, on the 10 year anniversary. Do you remember that win? No, you don't. I remember them all, Paul. No, you don't. No, Tell you me don't. what you're, but you're switching it up tonight. Why and what are you making? Why? Because I don't want to be a one trick pony. Oh, fair. Right? Fair. And, and, and it's tried and true. I have it at the restaurant, so I know it's good. So it's not a big deal. Do you know what it is? I want to know everything about it. It's a steak au poivre burger. Yum. So basically, I take my au poivre sauce. I'm famous. I, by trade, I am a saucier. So what's my? that's my jack. Really? That's, that's my stock and trade. I do sauces. So this one, yeah. it's like crack. It's like liquid crack yeah. on the burger. So the, basically, I'm just, I'm doing, I'm doing uh, a, a White Castle style Ooh. but with a peppercorn sauce wait when you say white castle style, so the patty is flat square patties really exactly exclusively for paul from pat lafreda Ooh. and denim blue blend Ooh. you know i got my own blend too right Ooh, now i do the denim blue blend not the white blend everybody's over the yeah. everybody's over the black label yeah. and the white label we're doing the denim blue blend so now. what kind of roll bun this is the first okay now you now you call me it's the first time ever that I'm using Martin's rolls. Because every year, every year I've only done, I've only done Thomas's English muffin. Wait, are you a Thomas's English muffin fan? Yes, I am. Have you ever had Bay's English muffins? Yeah, well, last year I used Bay's. Did you? I did. My but, favorite. But they're the same company now. What? They're owned by the same company. You're Bimbo, blowing my mind. Bimbo owns Thomas's and and base. You're blowing my mind. So how do you feel about your bun selection this year? Are you nervous? Are you okay? Uh, I'm a little nervous. Are you? Because I've won so many times with my my English muffins. This yeah. is the first time. But don't worry. I'm going to overcompensate with the flavor of the beef. I know you are. And the sauce. Yeah. Now, I know you want to ask me a question. I Go do want to ask you a ask question. Ask me another question. Let's say I want to recreate your burger at home as a home cook. Give me like a tip or two for wowing I'll, some guests. I'll, I'll tell you the biggest mistake that everybody does when cooking meat, especially a burger. Yeah. They play with the burger. Put the burger in the pan, the griddle. Don't touch it until you're turning it over. And don't touch it again until you're putting it on the bun. You're touching it twice. Putting it on the grill, flipping it, and then putting it on your bun. That's it. Do not squeeze it, mush it, try to, it's not gonna do anything to that burger, but make it taste dry and juiceless. Yes. I love it. You like that? Paul, good luck to you tonight. Merci mon ami. I, I will be uh, cheering you on with the flavors of your burger oh. that enter my mouth down to my belly. Wait, that sounded <laughs> that sounded like something I would say. <laughs> I know where to get you. That sounded like that is. Guys, I turned off the recorder, but I just turned it back on because I see plugra butter and that's the good stuff. And I see a tub and Paul just told me that he clarifies it. He clarifies some of the best butter you could get. What are you doing with that and why? Okay, so the, Or why and so what are you doing so with the, that? Let's explain what clarification is. You're separating 
you're separating the, the milk product from the fatty product because the, if you use just the clarification, you get a higher heat temp. You can cook with it without it burning. Right. That's basically it. It's as simple as that. But that's like dedication to quality ingredients. Yeah. Like food, right? You're not just using any butter. Listen, I don't need to be f using fancy French terms and all that. Yeah. You know I'm French. Yeah, wee oui, wee. Oui. The result <laughs> is in that first bite. End of story. Understood. That's how you pick winners. Thank you, chef. You're very welcome. As I was walking away, burger in hand, I spotted the fine folks from Martin's who pointed me over to Pig Beach from Brooklyn, New York. And gosh, am I glad I met these guys. So to end my behind the scenes journey, I talked to them for a few minutes about what they were cooking up. And man, am I glad I did because it was a delicious diner style patty. Also, they won the People's Choice Best Burger of the Night. Hear about it from them right here. We're leaving Paul from Le Rivage and I found his next door neighbor from Pig Beach and I'm just ambushing them. I have this chef, tell me name, restaurant, tell us about your restaurant and I wanna hear exactly about your burger because I've already heard good things about it. Well, that's wonderful here. Well, I'm, I'm Matt Abdu from Pig Beach. Hey, Matt. Gowanus, Brooklyn. Pleasure to meet you. Pleasure. We got the one and only. Rob Schauger, founder of Pig Beach. <laughs> yes. Everything. Hey, Rob. Boss man of it all, if you will. <laughs> of course. So tonight, yeah. it's our fifth New York City Wine and Food Festival Burger Bash. We're doing for the first time to the public a new burger that we've developed. I love it. We're calling it the Pig Beach Diner Style Double. I love it. It is two two-ounce brisket short rib patties smashed to perfection with a little bit of Montreal seasoning, topped off a little bacon onion magic. Wait, Flipped. wait, 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 back it up. Bacon onion magic. I've already like, got you stopping me. Like jam? Like, like a bacon onion jam, but it's it. so good it's magical. So we're calling it magic. Fair. Then we're flipping it over with some yellow American cheese because there's really no better cheese on a burger than some American, good old classic American uh, cheese. I, I uh, you don't know this, but I work full time with Rachel Ray, and we had an in-depth. Do you really? We in-depth. Well, tell Rachel I want to get on her show. I've been trying to get <laughs> on there for like the last four years. We had an in-depth American hey, cheese. Hey Rachel, we still love you. <laughs> we had an in-depth American cheese conversation today, so I, I'll be walking around with her, and I'm yeah. excited you can tell her, to you can tell her that I yeah. full boat promote American cheese. And Short we, rib brisket burger, two two ounce patties, bacon, onion magic, onion magic, house American cheese. cheese. Bread and butter pickles on the best damn bun in all the land, the Martin's potato roll. Boom. Nothing ever better than it. There you is, is that like your go-to bun of choice? Always. Really? For every sandwich we make at Pig Beach, we go through copious amounts of Martin's potato Wait, rolls. Wait, every throughout. sandwich, like non-burgers, you use it for stuff? Yeah. Or yep. Really? Well, we do it for our pork, pulled pork sandwich, our brisket sandwich, our hot dog, our sausage, our burger. You use the long roll we for your hot dog? Yeah, we exclusively use Martin's potato rolls at our restaurant. Wow. Yeah. There it is. Potato rolls, we love you. I love it. Pig Beach in Brooklyn on a good Friday or Saturday. We'll push through 3,000 plus people. We'll serve how many burgers on a weekend? Uh, just burgers, about 500. But, we'll, but that brisket sandwiches, 500. Yeah. Full pork sandwiches, 400. All market rolls. Hot so, dogs, yeah. a couple hundred. I mean, it's all... So here, yeah. I, I want to know, like, do you have a tip for a home cook? You're, you're creating what sounds like this delicious burger. Do you have mm -hmm. a tip for someone cooking, maybe, whether it's using the roll because you are diehard about it, or just cooking a burger at home? I think my best tip, and maybe, Rob, I'd love for you to jump in on this. My favorite tip with making a burger is simplicity is usually king. Okay. Don't forget to season your meat that's very important if you, you just want to use season salt and you pepper use Montreal like steak seasoning well that's just because we're doing something different for Got this burger it. we're yes. making it pop a little bit more but salt and pepper goes a long way with making a burger okay and the right meat to bread ratio is is key yeah and we love that soft sweet squishy beautifully perfect 
design burger bun, the yeah. Mars Potato Roll. Same page, same page here. But anybody can go to their local butcher and say, look, I want, you know, you can design your own burger blend. Like we use brisket and short rib, but you can go, I want chuck, I want fillet. And the butchers always work with you and that you have that perfect ground beef. And then basically all you need is salt and pepper and then the perfect bun. You make that in the grill, you make your own little sauce. And I mean, it's gonna be as good as anybody can make probably in their town around America compared to the local fast food place. So yeah. why not do it at home? You know, it's such a good, that's such a good tip. And I have this conversation. There's a new, not new, it's a grocer that's been, I live in Chicago. There's a grocer by my house and I just discovered it. And I want to hit myself that I just discovered it because it's been there. But I went up to the meat counter, beautiful meat counter, great semi-local meats, you know, from right outside Chicago. And they're like, tell us what you want. We'll fabricate anything for you. In most places, if you establish a relationship, I was just talking about this with Mark Rosati from Shake Shack, they'll do this. And if you say, can you make me a blend of brisket and chuck or brisket and chord, whatever, they'll do that in the difference like you both are saying. You'll notice that. You can do a great burger in your apartment because you can get an in-home skillet or you can get a grill pan. Or if you have a grill outside, charcoal. You know, it's like you can make a burger anywhere you live, basically, because it... They work with any cooking appliance, right? Yeah. So it doesn't matter what you use, but they all come out great if you use the right meat and a little seasoning and a martin potato roll. Yeah, there you go. Thanks, doesn't guys. Get any better than that. Thank appreciate you for it. Us. Good luck to you tonight. We appreciate it. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, thanks, thanks guys. Good to meet. All right, everyone. If you haven't been to a Burger Bash, you need to check it out. The next one, as we mentioned earlier, is in Miami at the Food Network and Cooking Channel South Beach Wine and Food Festival. It's on February 21st in 2020. Or check it out. Have your own burger bash at home. Why not? Have people over, do a little competition, bring in burgers from local places, and check which burger reigns supreme. Either way, if you've been a listener to Beyond the Plate, a subscriber to Beyond the Plate, you've heard me say Martin's can make almost any burger taste better. Case in point at this year's burger bash or at your own home. Thank you for tuning in to this bonus episode. To learn more about Martins, visit their website at potatorolls.com or follow them on the social sphere at potatorolls for some delicious recipes they're posting lately. Martins, we thank you. This episode was produced by myself along with Ian Cohen, Joe Yeaton, and Sean Petrosian. We'll be back next week with our regularly scheduled episode. It's a good one. You can find me and keep up to date with this podcast across all social media platforms at On Kathy's Plate or go to BeyondThePlatePodcast.com. Beyond the Plate is on Twitter at BT Plate Podcast and Facebook. Please rate, review, and or subscribe to this podcast on your listening site of choice. Thank you for listening to Beyond the Plate. I'm Cappy. And remember, there are never too many cooks in the kitchen. <laughs>